Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. Welcome to the Space Trash Podcast. I am Sarah Armour, the host de facto of the day. Molly is at a wedding in Belfast, as we learned last week. And without the need to go into travel fatigue, she's just going to enjoy the wedding. And so I am going to invite you in, similar to our Will Smith episode, into our private Zoom moon ritual that we do every two weeks on the new and full moon. It's now on Zoom. It used to be a live show, but um, at the Zoom moonual, where Molly also was off the hook, she's just weddinged, I took over for the celebrity astrology portion and we discussed an incredible synchronicity I found in the charts of Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Nicole Razul, aka Razzy, you can follow her on Instagram at n.razzy, is the uh, unofficial co-host of the episode, but the official co-host of the Moonule, and she is fucking awesome on this episode, and she gives incredible readings. And so without further ado, please enjoy your Libra full moon Space Trash Live episode and check out the synastry of Bill and Monica. I know it seems random, but let your mind be blown. This is about rethinking our histories and rethinking the past. And, you know, it's like a lot of stuff that we think is right or wrong based on certain times change the, the storyline. I don't know if you guys remember a little guy named Bill Clinton. Put an emoji up if you remember Bill. That dude, Bill, had a lot of affairs, but he had one in particular that made headlines with our girl, Monty Monica, right? It was super controversial. She was 23. He was a million. He was president. She was an intern. It was wrong. He lied. I would like to now present to you the charts of both Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Look at them next to each other. I'm not saying Bill did the right thing. I'm not saying he's a catch. Let's begin. William, August 19th, 1946. Razzie, just to be dramatic, for the people who are at home, can you please tell us where Bill's sun, moon, rising are, anything you notice about this chart? And then we'll look at Monica's. Right. Okay, cool. So his sun is in Leo at 26 degrees, squaring his moon that's currently on the north node in Taurus at 20 degrees, which is interesting. And then he's a rising Libra, yeah, with Mars there, like pretty much directly on his ascendant. And it's exactly conjunct. Ah, Neptune. And then we have his Venus. And then we have his wound. And then Jupiter, his wound gets exposed and all links back to Hill Dog in the end. Juno partner, right? Mm -hmm. So with with all of this being said, so, so Bill has Libra rising with Mars in exact conjunction, minutes away. Mars, fight, penis. Neptune, who's my wife? I'm confused. Am I 
in the Mayflower or in Egypt or is it yesterday? Neptune's confusing. It dissolves. Venus is his heart. Chiron is his wound. Jupiter is his magnifying glass. And then at the end of this whole first house, ha 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 the partnership asteroid actually exactly to the degree where this full moon is, right? Yeah, definitely passive aggressive, right? Because Mars is there. But Nike also, he is confused about his anger. He didn't know what anger really means, right? right. And confused about himself as a person, first house. And on top of that, though, people like him, Venus there, right? He probably doesn't even understand why. And with Jupiter there, anything that he does personally to identify himself is gets ex, gets expanded, right? So and gets, when he's really not healed, which he's not, when it's when it's when he's coming from a wounded place, it's even more expanded. Right, exactly, right. So when it is like the problem, yeah, the problem gets blown up. But also, what we know about Chiron is it's it's an it's an usher or a trigger for healing. So there's a lot of healing there that happens, whether it's for other people through his vessel or for him in ways that he might not even be aware of right so that's you know interesting libra in the first house means that you relate to the world as it relates to others but when it comes to your relationships in aries you know how do you how do you because it's not that if you're if you're right. the seven thousand aries it's not like well you're never gonna find love you're your best lover yeah. no but how yeah. can we explain this through the context of bill and the other question well start with there how does it how do we explain this through the context of bill I mean, it's interesting because I always say that Libra risings probably have it the hardest only because everything is flipped in your chart. Whereas if you're an Aries rising, it's straightforward. So Libra rising come off as very compromising. They're here for you. They're here to support. They understand you. But once they get into a relationship, that seventh house Aries is super on, right? And Seventh house Aries is about themselves, right? So they want what they want and they go after what they want. So it can almost in some ways be sort of selfish, right? So you can kind of see that though. He wanted something. And I mean, it's just known. I'll say like the three signs that get tempted the most are Libras, Sagittarians, and Capricorns. If you have any of that, especially like major three energy, you will get tempted more than the average person. So then- Well, is that like your whole chart? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's another story. But like as a Libra rising, of course, he's going to try to justify everything out there and come off as his perfect partner. But in reality, he he really wants what he wants. And he is trying to, in some sort of way, also trendset relationships, which I think is very interesting. So not, I mean, I see the relationship, what's going on now, but that's another story, right? Well, we're going to talk all about that. Excellent answer. Second question, and before we pull up Monica, a lot of you have this. Moon in Taurus, but in the eighth house, again, flip, because moon in Taurus, usually we think of moons in Taurus being just into comfort, money, my bank account, rub my feet, and we're good. Make a nice dinner. I won't ask you anything else. I'll go to bed early. Easy, right? But when the moon is in Taurus in its opposite house, in the eighth house. Moon in the eighth house, first of all, um, his emotions really are to himself, right? He, he, there's a lot of secrets there. But then, like, there's something about that I've learned about sun in the 11th house. And this is what I mean by that. It's not the traditional, you know, thing of the past. Is sun in the 11th house people are the best 
can't, well, this is going to be on Space Trash, so can I curse? No? <laughs> First of all, you obviously don't. Fuck you. Fuck you all. <laughs> you better at least left a review. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, Son in the 11th House people make the best fuck buddies, the best friends with benefits. Now, his emotions may be in this place where he wants to secretly have stability, which is like that front of a relationship. But his Neptune in the first house, his son in the 11th house, he's not a conventional relationship type of person. So he, and this is way before, well, not even way before. This is just at a time where, and as the president, you have to be married, right? You have to be in one singular relationship. So yes, he's cheating on his wife, horrible, wrong. But deep down inside, he doesn't see anything wrong with it. He probably prefer an open marriage, open relationship, he probably does not care if Hillary is getting gangbanged. I hope Hillary's getting gangbanged. <laughs> right. And honestly, he probably likes to watch, you know, all of the all of the unconventionality of what a relationship is is pretty much who he is. He's really just about like being an independent partner while at the same time having this this relationship to ground him so he is about his partner he is going to be quote unquote loyal to in the long run we'll stay with that person whatever the case may be but yeah there was no there was no boundaries for him in expressing himself with with other partners and obviously that just blew up in his face (laughs) And I think when we have that square between the sun and the moon, there's like a conflict between what you really want versus how it will, it will affect your image. Right. Right. And with the sun in the the 11th house, his image is public and Pluto, he might have to die in front of us all. Literally. So it was kind of destined for him to be the person who, where this blew up on because he couldn't, he absolutely couldn't hide it. He is, his life is broadcasted, right? 11th house. How do we see getting caught in a chart? Yeah, because it's first house and his son is in the 11th house. These and, his are... wound, and his wound is in the first house. Right. Exactly. His wound, right? So anything. Okay. So first house is your personality. This is what, what the other, how you interact with other people. So he can't even help but interact with his passions, right? Mars. So anything he's interested in, it will just, other people will somehow see it, right? Now his son, which is all about his ego, everything that he aspires to be is in the 11th house. 11th house is all about broadcasting, right? So it, and it's in the public part of the chart. Anything above the ACDC line is public. So imagine that there's a tree on the chart. You see the tree growing out of the middle of the chart and the roots are in the bottom. So anything below is private. There's plenty of people who can cheat their whole lives and get away with it because... It's below, below, right? Now, he might have already told, like, looking at his chart, he probably told Hillary he cheated before the public knew. He probably told Hillary at their wedding day, I'm never going to be faithful. And she was like, whatever, get me in there. I want to help the kids and make the money and um, be president someday. Right. And I'm speaking as an 11th house son in also, right? So it's like, his unconventional nature is all over his face. It's on his sleeve, right? Which is that first house. It's who he is. But once again, he keeps his real feelings to himself or tries to, but he can't because of that challenge between the sun and the moon. So his- Well, and also it's almost like people, we always are like, but the Clintons, but the Clintons, you know, I, I, okay, I surrender. I, I, you know, I'm not going to like 
I, we took, I had to talk to my aunt. I said, we should take the Hillary bobbleheads down. I, maybe they weren't the best. How many times, like he knew, he, he knew he couldn't have gotten away with it. Yes, but that's like an at some point. When you have all this Libra with the wound, but then it's also like sort of your charm. Like mm-hmm. he's gotten away with a lot of shit. Right. Because even that's if it's like imperfect, there's something about his ability to Libra rise. And Libra's an interesting sign, right? Libra full moon. <laughs> Libra's a masculine sign, actually. It's ruled by Venus, though. Kind of the energy that we're talking about. Like, actually, let's let the women lead the men vibes, right? But so he has a very masculine. My aunt one time met him and she shook his hand one time and she was like, he's in love with me. <laughs> like, he really has that Libra rising ability, like to just meet you and charm you. And then when he makes mistakes, you go, yeah, but that he's a guy. He's from Arkansas. He's a victim of child abuse, right? You want to make excuses for him. We love Libras because it's the first line of really seeing ourselves in relationship to other. And yet, and yet eventually he had to, yeah, I guess get a piece for getting some come on the dress. I'm not sure. So let's all remember, Bill's a Libra rising, Taurus moon, Leo's sun. Yes. Now let's see what's going on at our young interns chart. Fucking wild. Say it with me. They both have Libra rising, Taurus moon, and Leo suns. Yes, folks, you heard it here first. Monica and Bill mm-hmm. have the same motherfucking chart. I mean, now, no, and I want to talk about the ways that they're different. To me, that changes the story. It may have been different than we thought it was. I'm just going to start barking. Whatever. Okay, North Node and Capricorn. Honestly, that's like that's like the people outside the courtroom. Monica, tell us. Was it actually love? Do you think he's your twin flame? Right. Star-crossed fuckers for sure, but she's about her business. She has her North Node and Capricorn. She knew this was a power move on her part. Point blank. Yes, she did. Point blank period, she knew that. Now, the thing was, she does fit in the mold, though, of someone who would kind of do this. The only difference is her son is also in this in in a career area, in the 10th house, about being a boss. So it, it's not like where his is, where it was like about everybody and the collective and the group, let's teamwork. She was literally looking at this like, okay, I can take advantage of this scenario. She has Chiron in Aries opposite of his Chiron in Libra. No, should we just, should we jump right to it? Should we do this industry? You might as well. No, check this fucking shit out, you guys. It, it, it ruined me. It ruined me. This is unbelievable cosmic, not even just chemistry, but also like, it is the story of what happened. Yes. Yeah, for real. So she has Mars opposite his Mars and Chiron opposite his Chiron. You guys right? see that? So this is Bill on the inside. He's Mars rising, Chiron rising in Libra. She's a Libra rising, but she's Mars and Chiron also conjunct, but in Aries. Right. So when anyone, when someone. Now, if you have any questions, throw it in the chat or interrupt us. If you don't understand, we want you to understand. Right. When someone has energy in your seventh house, like Monica does to Bill, it it creates attention automatically, which, as we know, is an attraction, right? And that's just what breeds wanting to fuck somebody. So it's a lot of sexual tension. She has the exact opposite wound as he does. So they were destined to trigger each other huge and change the course of their lives. 
Um, she's way more direct, so she probably initiated the shit out of this, and he was with it. Well, we know. What was that scene? What was the whole thing where, like, she showed her pink panties or something? I think that she did seduce him. Kelly, unmute. I know you know the story. Tell, please remind us of the pink panty story. Well, one thing is I'm also yes. trying to make him... Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> she showed his, like, she was in a room while he was passing by, and she, like, pulled her thong out. So it would come out of her pants. So it like then made eye contact with them. Like she was, she was, she did admit to like trying to seduce him and she did do that. Right. And there was like no way. Okay. I don't want to. Say it. I'll cut anything you say that's bad. Say everything you want to say. If he was. Yeah, she wasn't even that pretty. Beanie Feldstein makes her look worse. I'm just kidding. Okay, go ahead. Right. It, It was really a release. Right, it was a huge release. Now, who the hell knows? Because there's obviously a lot of tension in it was a huge release on the blue dress, bitch. <laughs> right, and so he probably okay. I mean, at the end of the day, there's he, he wasn't involved enough to be like, I know exactly what I want, and I'm I'm gonna stay within the lines of that, whatever. Right. Um, he was using this scenario to to get off, literally. And it was presented perfectly. Once I said, once again, like that temptation thing, right? So the temptation was there. Um, and it worked out really. Yeah. And he had several other affairs, right? But this one got blown up, especially because of the way that it falls in these charts. This one was going to be the one to trigger it all. Exactly. Like, it's not that, like, because, like, you can look at a chart and go, like, okay, he's probably going to have affairs. But why, why didn't he get busted before? Because he actually had not met his match. And this is his match. Not necessarily meaning his match means they were like, gonna be, what do you mean? He was pulling favors for her. He was eating her, he was eating her pussy too in the office. No. But I think that, um, when I say match, I don't mean like meant to be together or soulmates or whatever, but match just being like, oh, they were meant to meet here at this time and connect in a way that not only hurt them both, but brought us into like his North node in Gemini, really actually humanizing him because we've been like, Bill, he's a God. I saw his face and we're getting married. And her North node in the third house in Capricorn going like, let me actually show you what it is. Let me show you the, let me show you power actually in real time. He's my boyfriend. Right. And she has Uranus in her first house on top of her her ascendant. Yeah. So he was meant to change him, right? Because Uranus, so someone else is Uranus directly in the first house on top of a stellium that you have in your first house is going to automatically lightning bolt shift your life, right? So there obviously was a major shift there. And then he did love her, I will say, because her Venus is basically on his his son. No, when I saw the chart, I was like, wait, he loved her. Yeah, he definitely loved her or at least looked at her and really admired her for whatever her. reason. Probably admired her her work ethic, definitely admired her her drive, her push to go to the top, her Aries energy, and definitely that's what once again he had to be attracted to and decided like fuck it, I'm going to risk it all for this one and well then we know how the story goes. <laughs> did and so the other thing i want to point out too just a little astro lesson let's look at the let's look at his uranus it's with his north node on her saturn so this connection that they had did it ruin her life well it certainly changed the foundation of it i would say and it was so explosive that we actually saw the other side of bill clinton like there's rumors we all heard the flowers said 
Linda said, they all said, but this was where it was like, no, we see it now. We know it. And his Saturn conjunct his Mercury is exactly conjunct her son. So her presence actually ruined his life too. They ruined each other's lives. Star class, star cross ruined each other's lives. Presidential Libran affair. Now, I don't know what this changes for you. I don't know if it does. Hi, Marty. Welcome. We were talking about how Bill and Monica have the exact same, not exact same, but their charts match in a way that is fucking mind blowing. Does it change the way you see the story at all? And maybe you guys are like, no, we don't know astrology. You haven't taught us yet. Start university. I get it. But to me, when I saw this, I was like, damn, we are so quick when something is wrong, which in many ways it was to really think we know about it and know like, because it's this, because. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It was an abuse of power because it was this, it was fucked up, or because it was this, or it ended this way. It was and this is for all of us for the rest of this moon. We're gonna talk a lot about relationships. We're gonna, you know. Even in the most fucked up, uh, you know, Desi, we were talking about bad vegan. It's like, yeah, that guy ruined Sharma's life. She helped him. But Loki, she's redeeming herself. She's got a Netflix show. She's going to be okay. Right. So like we, we tend to, I think, identify with bad relationships as like bad past good relationships as here forever. And both are not true. And in general, all relationships that you have in your life, none of them are bad because if you attracted that to you, it means that it was meant to show you something that you couldn't have possibly seen unless it was through the lens or with the lens of somebody that you would like to have sex with um, or at least have a very close connection to in whatever way. I just think that it's really interesting that um, she was able to captivate what essentially was like the most powerful man in the world at the moment. And then the media, the narrative is like, whore, whore, stupid, young, whore. It's like no, no credit for any work she's previously had under her belt or any, you know, or the fact that she was even there to begin with or how she worked her way into his heart. Like, it's just interesting to how we um, distill the, the masses, you know, no, that's not what I mean. The media for the masses distills things to such like a, a basic non-nuanced narrative that we just kind of lose the whole story of human of everything it just like gets washed away into this one plus one is two type of thing it's like uh, it's 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 impressive how dumbed down it, it all becomes and then if you look at it through something like this you're like 
this is crazy. Can't write this stuff. Yeah. Well, there's like some forgiveness there too, where you're like, I mean, I think that's part right. of what I love about astrology where it's like, okay, like whatever opinions we have of it or whatever judgments you have of it at the end of the day, when you look at the charts, it's almost like this would have been seeing these two charts together in this way at this time, it, it would have been unavoidable. Oh yeah. That's what imagine, they were here for. Imagine, you know, the way we look at people's charts right now. <laughs> in the public right and it's everywhere imagine that was happening well while this was trending quote unquote that would have been an interesting conversation because i mean yeah. uh, i don't know this this brings up stuff for me where it's like hmm was this destiny was she sent to blow up his life it was this first to segue hillary into becoming who she was and and for the narrative of the woman and who the woman can be on all these different you know conversations just to get well and hillary's charts like all scorpio right right you know so it's just it's interesting because who knows why things happen but what were the good things about this happening okay yeah we wish bill would just we want to get the bobbleheads back out again we love bill no i mean to me i guess though it's a good thing because you know elena you said it in the chat and you're right that it's way more than just romantic relationships but when it comes to the public discourse, I think we're not interested in drama among friends or, oh, Bannon's mad at Trump. Who the fuck cares, right? But we got an intern fucking the president. We all pay attention, right? And we could go, yeah, the Republicans are such assholes for hanging their hat on something so silly. Impeachment for saying we didn't fuck, whatever, whatever. To me, though, this was the beginning of a very conscious awareness because we were all interested because of relationship in, in questioning everything and in really wondering what is going on behind closed. I mean, I don't know if any president has ever been busted like that in the white house getting handies, right? That's crazy. And I don't think we even, she's so pre me too movement conversation. She, um, she gets to make the joke every year that it's the anniversary of her, you know, being a slut or whatever. No, but I mean, I just feel like the, when we started really thinking about the Clintons critically, whether you love them or you hate them, it did change long-term the conversation about politics in general, because we stopped, we're talking about liberal relationships, we're talking about trust. And not only in our relationships, do we want to look at our relationship with trust, our relationship with trusting other people, but I also think what is the road back when you've lost trust, what is the responsibility of the public to share everything or the, or the government to share everything with the people? And then we find out something that we rely to and we don't trust. And so I just feel like trust is an interesting theme kind of running through this whole. And we are going to come back to Passover. I will explain the Passover story, Rabbi Rara in the house. And actually now the other Sarah's here, we have East Coast and West Coast rabbis. So it's right. But it's like the whole like. Ramadan to Passover to Easter story is about trust. That dude died. Did this whole thing happen when Pluto was in Scorpio? It did, right? It was 1993? Yeah, so it did. Everything that everyone's saying, um, yeah, our society is performative as fuck. He's a Leo. He's the... He is the performance. <laughs> so for him to get shot down like that while Pluto's in Scorpio, which is literally about the truth and the reality of the darkness that funds all of this, the darkness that is the actual reality that we're trying to hide and be in this like 
Pluto, Libra, everything is perfect. Um, idolize the government, idolize your president. This was a big shoot down for that. Whether people wanted to or not, it was a big awakening of like, yeah, so why do we care about these people's lives? Like, why are we putting them on this pedestal? Why do we act like this structure that we have is the structure, you know, that is the right one and because Pluto and Scorpio was all about breaking all the taboos so in our generation for anyone born under Pluto Scorpio we were hip to the trauma we were hip to the the truth of how fucked up shit was and we didn't stop we were like gung-ho and obsessed with how fucked up shit was so we made that the basis of our conversations we pushed it out and we're, we're the generation that was obsessed with things like you know, happy tree friends, if anyone saw happy tree friends, like shit like that, where it was like, you know, why do we, we wanted to see the the dark more than the light because it was so in the dark, right? So we were the ones trying to shed light on that. And we saw 9-11, blah, blah, blah. So this is a part of that Pluto and Scorpio reality of this society that we're subscribing to and liking and, you know, being a part of. It was the beginning to the revealing of that in some sort of way. At least, at least it was what was going on in America. Well, and like, why is the dark so interesting? It's the same reason why the moon is so interesting and why the feminine is so interesting. We don't know. We know what we know. The sun ain't shit. We see it. It's boring. It's blowing out our eyes. The moon and the dark and the Scorpio energy is where we're like, wait, what? And that is good TV. And it can wrap up the whole fucking afternoon. So we always talk about degrees. And you guys are like, what does degree mean? What does that mean? Let's talk about the difference between a zero degree Leo sun in the 10th house and a 26 degree Leo sun in the 11th house, right? Because it's not that they're both not Leos, but he's a 26 degree Leo. Any planets that basically are like 25 to to 29 are the like... Like sort of, I don't know how to put it, like mastery expression, ancient, you've been there before. It's an, it's an, it's an experience with from, from past lives, that energy. So he's a Leo. He's a grandfather Leo, literally. And she's a little baby Leo. Like, okay, I know I'm meant for the spotlight and I've always been loud at the parties with my friends. But actually when it comes to her public persona with that North Node in Capricorn, she was like, wait. So not that she is not a Leo, but it, it's the experience of having that public, ex, that, that public exposure is super different for a 26 degree president of the United States chose this and a zero degree Leo in the 10th house who found themselves. She didn't sign up to be class speaker. She signed up to be an intern. Does that make sense? Raz, you got my saying in terms of like the expression of the degrees? Cause in your charts, you guys all have degrees that are trying to express in different sort of maturation levels as well. Right, yeah, you got three deacons to any sign. So that the first deacon is zero to nine, and then it goes to the middle, and then it goes to 20 to 29. And that's usually like when the the lessons and the themes and the understanding of that sign has already been integrated fully, right? So you know the ins and outs. Like I'm a 20-something degree Libra. So like I know how to be a Libra already. I'm degree Libra, and I'm a... 25 degree Libra South Node. So this full moon is exactly on my South Node and Nicole's sun. Well, right. So not when Nicole and I met, when you see connections like that, South Node conjunct sun, it's like, do I know you? 
Right, right. So yeah, if you have those like later deacons, then you already you might even be over being that sign, especially if you're towards the end 29, like 28, 27. You're like, yeah, I've done this already. I'm over it. (laughs) But you you do it so well. So he was already mastered in his like show performance energy. And she was like a baby zero degrees learning it. And it's like, oh, so what do you do? And how do you do this? So she was a little bit sloppier in her Leo performance, if you want to say that, right? Exactly. More sloppy. And even just like pulling out your thong when the president walks by. So zero degree. Leo. Whereas he's like, here's a, what did he give her? Like a box with a necktie and some book, the ancient book of, what book did he give her? He gave her fields of leaves of grass or something. No idea. <laughs> leaves of grass. Of grass. Lights of steel. But it is. It's like that is leaves of grass. Kelly, we got to talk later. I'm, I love how much you know about the Monica and Bill conversation. Um, but yeah, any other, does that make sense in terms of like the degree that your sign is in? Yes. Good. Good. Very good. Okay. I love it. Rotten.com. Remind us. Desiree. You guys don't remember. It was just this website where you could go on and it was like a, uh, you would see, you know, like people that, <laughs> people that got executed, people like rotten, literally like, oh like my God, rotted out corpses. I would never, but the purpose, Razzie said that this generation has an sort of unprecedented obsession with focusing and looking for dark shit and i just remember but i've always been super dark Don't say the Desi's a Scorpio Shock. yeah but i have all these other leo i have all these other leo so i'm like what's happening the scorpio well, but it's also like leo in the fourth and fifth house but, so like, but i don't know if you're here when nicole was saying it it is all at leo but the, the the time like so the the above part of the chart versus the below part of the chart is interesting in how it expresses so you do have a whole amount a huge amount of leo but it's in, it's still in the fourth and fifth house. So it's still in your private space. That's why sometimes I'm like, come on, Desi, let's psycho. It's your, it's your birthright to perform. You're like, I don't know, man. I just want to melt this plastic because you're, you are so Leo. There is a part of you that is so Leo behind closed doors, private and Scorpio moon behind closed doors, private. Yeah. There's definitely this penchant for darkness, but I was telling, I had these, a series of like really disturbing nightmares on Friday and I usually do have nightmares but this time it was like personal okay and I was like what the fuck is going on so I I woke up and I was supposed to drive to Austin I told my mom I was like it's so insane I get these like psychic attacks where it's just these like moments of my life where I've just been a total bummer and I'm like I just don't understand mom like it's just been so dark and then I was chuckling and I was like mom my mentality is so naturally dark that I went on a date with a guy who was 45 years old, childless. It was the pain of his life that he had no children and no family, but he did have a little dog. And at breakfast, the first words out of my mouth were, so how long does your dog, how long does that breed live? So, and he looked at me and he was like, forever. And I'm like, mom, I literally made him think about his only child dying over waffles. And it was so natural to me. <laughs> like, you got to write this shit down. Like, it should. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? Because truly... To me, it starts to feel like it's doing me a little bit of a disservice. So I guess well, that's like you got, when, we, I got left, you know? when we start doing like collective book publishing and like the, the Scorpio dating, like Scorpio dating plight, like that'll be like how, why it's hard to be a Scorpio moon and trying to date. It's like, I'm interested in death. And it's like, well. Yes, Gabby. I was wondering about <laughs> everyone saying not to manifest, but then I heard about the Neptune and Juniper conjunction and everyone's like, 
oh, you should manifest. This is the time. This is the only time. This is like once in a lifetime. So please explain. You're always manifesting. Razzy just started gardening. She's in Florida, you bitch. And she posted this post the other day, riveting. It was like the arugula is growing. The cucumbers are growing. Yeah, I saw it. But the pepper's not growing, right? Mm. Mm. So first of all, wouldn't it be insane if she was like, fuck these peppers? (laughs) Option number one that I see a lot, right? Uh-huh. So number two, I'm a bad gardener. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or option number three, let's just push them to the side and pretend we never even had pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Option four, it's just like there's a there's infinite options, right? Mm-hmm. All that it means is that like um the plants are growing at different paces, I think. Like until there's a problem, let's not make it a problem. The other ones are this big, bro. The other pieces that have come in are literally a buzz cut of stems. This is not like anything edible. Yeah, they they started growing. But not all of them and not at the exact same pace. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think... Have you had a reaction to that other than interesting? Yeah, right. No, yeah. I think the thing is... Well, what you said is right. We're always manifesting. I think there's this, like, notion of, like, you know, manifesting is a thing. It's a verb. Not really. We can put conscious effort towards things we want, but when people say don't manifest right now, what they're really saying is don't add anything else to the list. So you can receive. Right. So you can can actually have space to just get the thing. Unless you want to be double teamed all the time. Right. Right. It's like, you know, what you're asking for, what you're wishing on matters, but the things that are coming to you right now, that's where your energy should be going. Cause you're only going to get like more and more of the feeling of that thing. Right. Cause it's more about trying to get the feeling in your life versus the things. So if you focus on the feelings of like, yeah, this, this, I, I am growing the cucumbers and, and the arugula. That feels great. I don't have to focus on the bell peppers that are not growing. Like mm-hmm. eventually it'll grow. Then I, then eventually the other things start to grow and you're like, oh wow, that feels great too. Cause something else pops in that feels the way that you want it. So it's more like, mm-hmm. especially with Pisces energy, try to stay within the state. Like balance out your emotions as much as you can. Do what you can do. Get therapy if you need to. Talk to a friend, whatever. To stay within that feeling as long as you can because that's the thing that's just going to expand and grow in so many different forms. But also the things you're manifesting might be different than what you might be focusing on manifesting. So that's why it's like stay open for that. Don't fixate on the thing. If that well, makes because sense. I think that what you're talking about, when we're ta- sometimes we're talking about manifesting. We're talking about, like, what can I do to help myself? I'm a loser. I fucking suck, and this sucks. And it's a bad place to come from, even though we all do it, you know? When we're talking about manifesting, like, what Razzie's saying is so right. Like, what you were saying reminded me of, like, being on a log flume. And, you know, you're, like, going, it's, like, rinkety-rinkety-rinkety. You're, like, when was this made? Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm next to this guy. Kim's next to Pete Dave. It's epic, iconic. I love log flume, Right. It goes slow and then it starts to go up and whatever, whatever. But then there is that moment where like it kind of starts and then you're on it. You're on the ride. And sometimes like log boom goes up, it goes down. You might get a splash. You might whatever. You kind of know where the camera's going to be, but you're always a little bit wrong. Like, like, right. If there's a track to it, you're on it. If somebody in the middle of the log room was like, fuck, I have to text my boss. That's trying to manifest during the log room. That's ridiculous. If Razzie takes the pots that she planted and was like, I'm just going to keep manifesting plants and just kept fucking digging that 
<laughs> so those other plants are trying to grow, but she's actually undermining it. I was trying to drive. I was trying to leave um, a few days ago, and my mother kept coming out and, and interrupting me right before I left, going, "Well, are you gonna take it to Pet Boys?" And I'd be like, "Okay, I'll take it to Pet Boys." And then I would be about to leave, and she'd be like, "Um." I think I would do Jippy Lube instead. And it's like, actually, now we're talking about a problem that I don't even relate to as having. And now I'm late. So, like, I can't be like, like, when we're talking about, like, focus, we don't mean, like, okay, it's time to write. That's not the vibe, right? We want to actually be focused on how we're feeling enough to, uh, like, actually feel better and, like, get, like, get over the story that, like, you can control anything really Whatever works for you to make life fun and dumb in the vein of spirituality and signs, do it. And other than that, when things happen to you that do catch, what is going to happen that's going to embarrass us? That's for Scorpio to unveil. No, what do you hope it doesn't? That's probably it. Yeah, but it's not. Oh, no. How about you just actually get on the fucking log flow? It goes up and it goes down. And there's nothing in your queue that you can't handle. I mean, like, if right? you're pulling up Bill Clinton, then yeah, some things are going to get revealed. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to join us every month on the new and full moon, go to the com. You can get tickets for our next event. It will be on the 29th of April and it will be an eclipse. So you don't want to miss it. It's super fucking fun every time. And you can also follow at the moonual on Instagram and of course follow n.razzy follow Molly Molshine follow Sarah Armour follow Casey Dilla we will be back the minute the bachelor returns we have a great space trash moonual fam and we're so glad that you're a part of it so yeah be sure to join us on the 29th um leave a review of the space trash podcast on apple podcasts really really helps fuck it subscribe to all of our youtubes let's blow up you know but yeah leave a review get your merch and I'll see you at the next Moonual, and we'll see you in a few days for our regular edition of Space Trash Podcast. Bye. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles. The rich and Uranus. Space Trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs>